Oh man, that Don Fry fight was great. <laughs> That's yeah. ridiculous. I'm not a fan of fights, but I like that. He's just punching the <laughs> shit out of that guy. Literally, I saw some poop in his diapers. Oh my god, why Fantastic. are you doing that? It needs to be centered. Yeah, except you're leaning back and I'm leaning forward, and I can't lean back. I, a thing but I might lean forward like this, and you're an asshole. And, and then it's centered. Middle. No, fuck you. Okay, it's much closer. Sit upright and stop fucking each other. I don't mind if my voice is much louder than yours. I have more important things to say. Fair enough. All right, we're Three Boring Dudes. Welcome to the Three Boring Dudes podcast. This is the first official Three Boring Dudes podcast. Huzzah. Uh, I'm Judd. I'm Cody. I'm Barrett. And we're Three, three Boring Dudes. Should we sing the Let, jingle? We should sing the jingle. And should we start everything with, should we sing the jingle? I think so, <laughs> because it's questionable. Is that, tech, is that part of the jingle? Should we sing the jingle? The should qu- we sing the jingle? <laughs> I, it might be. The quality of the jingle is questionable at best. I like it. I love uh, it. Uh, it's the three, quality. Two, two, one. Boring dudes. Boring dudes. Play solder music. Jingle. Play solder music was what it was. We should we should probably have rehearsed. Uh, all right, so the day I rehearse a song with my three friends is the day I start sucking cock. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, nothing. No, that's totally. You're cool. It's all good. I love. Gay people and the money they pay me. And, yeah. and hey, cop. you guys want to watch Glee later? Uh, that's that's like too gay. Okay, that's <laughs> over. Gay people don't even like. Well, Glee. I want to back so up gay. because oh, the concept wrong of gay. and wrong. Yeah, the concept of Glee always so confused me because when I was in high school, the Glee Club was the Gay and Lesbian Education and Affirmation Club. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Glee Club was a singing club at our in my high school. Yeah, I don't it, think we had in one. my club, it was the, where the gay people went to feel better about the fact that everybody made fun of them because my high school's full of assholes. Mm. Dude, all high schools from our generation, mind you, for podcast listeners, we're all in our mid to late thirties. All I'm still earlyish thirties. How old are you, Judd? Thirty four. That's mid thirties by every <laughs> metric you could possibly yes, use. Yes, after you go past right. thirty three. Yeah, thirty three is, is is still mid thirties, but on a on a stretch, thirty three is not thirty thirty one thirty two is early, thirty three thirty no, no, four no. thirty five thirty six 33, is mid, thirty seven thirty eight thirty nine is late. Thirty three is uh, is still you're only a third into your thirties. That's early. You're a, you're I, yeah, four tenths in your thirties. I disagree. All right. Anyway, um, so that also I think that covers enough. the intro. Uh, should we talk briefly about the format and then go into blender roulette? Yes. Yes. Or should we just go into Blender Roulette? I think we should just go and just describe it. For all of you people who don't know, Blender Roulette is how we start every single one of our podcasts. Each of us brings a mystery item to the podcast. Mine is so good this week. We pop it into a blender, we blend it, and then we roll a D6, which for all you non-D&D nerds is a six-sided die. Dorks. <laughs> Lowest roll has to drink whatever comes out of the blender. Now, oh, Barrett, what if there's a tie? What if there's a tie? We go into double blender roulette mm. where there's a roll-off and the loser not only has to drink it, they have to drink it through a straw. Uh, Which I think happened geez. last time we did this. Yes. And we used a D20. We did. We Which did use a D20. That's right. That's, that's, yeah. And it was the numbers. foulest mixture we've ever had. Oh, that's last totally week. We should, all right, we, we should mention, we've been... This is the first official podcast, but we've been doing this podcast for... Three? Four five, months? Yeah, five times now which is like four months because we are all busy and don't do it every yeah. week yeah for a while and, like, and, and thus far it still hasn't been funny so hopefully this is the one yeah we'll see wow. I'm not getting don't my tell up. them that now we want them to at least listen to some of it <laughs> look stick around for the blender roulette at the very least that's only Jesus five minutes Christ, of your time by the way my dick is out right now just for those of you listening 
Who let the dick That out? is definitely Dude, a Garrison Keeler. Yeah. That was a Garrison Keeler. Should we talk about the awards? Yes. Real quick, as we go through this podcast, there are three awards points given for every single category. God First is the Garrison Keeler Award, which yep. is for the least funny thing said. Yep. If you know Garrison Keeler, who Garrison Keeler is, you know exactly why it's not funny. He's, the, he's the host of uh, Prairie Burn. Home Companion on NPR, which is like the most boring show ever. He, he talks... Like, the, whoa, like, whoa, I, I whoa, keep slow waiting. it down. That's uh, yeah. really animated. I keep waiting for him to complain that his hands look like big, strong hands, and he's sad that it, when the nothing came, all his friends got taken yeah, away. Yeah, big old rock monster. He is the slowest talker ever. It's so boring. But, so, yeah, not nearly as interesting as the rock monster. Jokes that suck balls are Garrison Keeler's, of which I apparently am the owner of one that, this episode. That, that is numero uno for you. Fuck. Now, the second award is the Richard Pryor Award. Richard Pryor being our consensus funniest comedian of all time. Pretty much. Yep. We, um, anytime someone says something exceedingly funny, we get the Richard Pryor point. Indeed. And the third category is the Paula Dean Award. The most, every time a particularly racist comment is made, and uh, we get a Paula Dean point. Now, we're not going for the most racist as far as like the single most racist thing said. We go for the quantity, quality, quantity, what? over quality. No, no, no. Okay, hang on, back up. The only one of these three awards that you want to get is the Richard Pryor Award. Pretty much. The Garrison Keeler is for the asshole who's not funny, and the Paladin is for the asshole who's just an asshole. Just a dick. So, uh, you know, taking cheap shots at, uh, at minorities or whatever. Anybody. I, I'll be fair. I make a lot of Jewish jokes, but I'm Jewish, so that's, yeah. like, different. Yeah, you can. You can say And things. Barrett's black, so he's right. okay. On the inside. Jokes. Just from the waist down. Oh, what's up? Nobody believes that. I've seen, I'm not I've seen the goods, and they do not hold up. I it. think you should get a Paula Dean point for white people. Like, that was offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna give I, I'm gonna nix the Paula Dean, but I'm gonna give you a Richard Pryor for that. That was good. That was good. Yes, what happens when I get four hours of sleep? So okay, we need to go back to Blender Roulette and explain what's going on while I try to figure out where my dice went. Okay, you find the die. I have no idea where they went after the last time we did this. Okay. So each of us, one by one, will pull out our mystery item. We always make Judd go first because generally we record the podcast at his house. And so he doesn't just pick a nice thing to go in the mix. We make him pick out his thing first because he usually just reaches into his cabinet and pulls something and pulls something out. horrible hey, out. Yeah, well, something good. It's probably placenta again. Oh, Yay! Apparently, he's got something in mind. Oh, good times. Well, uh, should I pull out my uh, mystery object first? Yeah, why don't you pull out your mystery object? No, do not pull out your mystery object first. I pull out my mystery object first. Oh lord! Nobody whips out before me. Okay. I have no idea where the dice are, guys. Well, this is for a, a very sorry. boring roll off. Does Does anybody have like a? I have some. I have a, a dice rolling app. A die phone, app. That's exactly. Everyone what have a random saying. number generator in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my mystery item, lord. Is like uh, <laughs> Senor Rico rice pudding Mexican style arroz con leche? Okay, and well uh, played, my friend. Can, can I see this real quick? Yeah, take a look. I want to describe it to the wow to the listeners <laughs> or listener if there's somebody. I think listening. that cost me 16 cents. Maybe Do you, uh, you imagine overpaid. a big gelatinous load of cum full of rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is like this is like this an Asian this man's jizz load. This, this is, is scary, good, right? Yeah, totally. With the, I, I love a little. Was that Pauladine? Asian man's jizz load. <laughs> Look, I'm just, just calling it like I see it. Just add more butter. Yeah. Fine. Like like Gross. they eat rice. Well, uh, that's all they eat, right? Right. <laughs> that, that and cock. So. God. Whoa. Uh, I know. You've hey. been to Thailand too? <laughs> Only once, but I was the bottom. So. Huh. All right. My information I did not need. All right. This just happens to be leftovers. Which should go well with that rice pudding. 
with some chunky salsa. <laughs> oh god. Chunky salsa. Trader Joe's chunky salsa. Is it moldy yet? No, no, no. I just opened this the other day, so it's it's fine. Actually, oh man. That was well, easy. Unfortunately, mine's gonna actually go along with this. Actually, would have gone Nothing along goes with either along one. With this. Rice but, um, pudding and chunky salsa. The rice and the salsa. We haven't dipped into the spice bin yet, so Did I you just bring a ghost I bought pepper? a couple tablespoons of paprika. Oh fuck! Does that count? That I, counts. I right? don't know. It's not a food item ready really to eat. It is you a not food just item. eat paprika. I would eat paprika on my eggs and uh, all kinds not, of stuff. Not on your eggs is different. That's on we the had, eggs. That's we had not this a discussion handful. before. It has it's like to the be coffee a food brand. item. It is a food item. No, it has to be a standalone food item. I specifically said I'm going to bring spices. You said, yeah, that's funny. That'd be funny if someone brought like. We, I don't think we're doing a full ounce of paprika. Do you even know what paprika is? It's, it's that red slice. shit that they put on my hummus. It, it looks like it's really good. On it looks like the dirt on Mars. That's what it looks like. It Great. Would, you've been to Mars? I, I've seen pictures with Pee Wee's face and the rover and, and like you didn't John see the, Carter. The texts of Mars that he sent me. Yeah, he sent this is the only thought. bag of powder I'll ever bring to this that we can put in our thing. That's, That's not, not true. true at all. That's not true at no all. No one believes that. <laughs> Next week, cocaine. <laughs> Hey, I don't know if that's a food item either. I'm eating it. Well, you, you can't eat it. <laughs> so. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right are, are, um, are we allowing the paprika? I, I will allow a small amount of paprika. Teaspoon? But, but Do you not, paprika? It's not spicy. I will not allow a full ounce of paprika. Teaspoon? Teaspoon? Y'all are a bunch sure. of fucking pussies. Well, no, 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 no. It's, I think it's a, a valid question because it's not something that most normal people... Which excludes you. You would not sit down with a spoon and, and a jar just of paprika eat a bowl of paprika. And eat, right. Which you would do with salsa. I could eat salsa like that. You know. It's an ingredient in a shake. What? So do I have to bring them like next time the deviled eggs to put underneath it or something? Is that yes, what you dude, want? Dude, if me you to... brought deviled eggs and paprika on it, hundred percent guarantee that's, that's in the blender. And it's disgusting. I thought it was hard. That would be super really anything like, oh, with egg is super oh, gross. Oh, but oh. that would that would totally be okay. Dude, what if I bring like protein powder for a protein shake? Do nope. I then have to you add the milk? The if you mix the shake, the shake's okay. The protein. We're making a shake. Time. This it doesn't, a shake. doesn't matter. Bring the shake. You know, you guys are a bunch of pussies. I, I consistently. Well, he, there's only the two of us. How are we a bunch? Yeah, a bunch is at least three. You are so a couple we, of we pussies. We three are a bunch. I don't of think pussies. I've ever looked at a thing with three grapes on it and said, well, "Look at that bunch of grapes." No. Actually, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. How does the banana boat song go? Uh, one, one hand, two hand, three hand, bunch. But that's. Hands, right? I know of like big, huge goddamn bananas. Like bananas. I have a banana tree. I know what banana bunches look like. Yeah. There's like seventy fucking bananas on. There you it. go. That's a bunch. So we are. You a are of a pussies. couple of pussies. There you and, go. And you are one solo dick. So. You're a you're dude. A, I, I've gym. had my bacon fat. I've had my the bacon fat was not food either. I ate it. Yeah, but it was not food. I mean, you, you realize really there's like a ninety percent chance or seventy five percent chance I'm gonna end up drinking this by the odds that it's so on far. History? Now how that's, that's okay. how statistics work. Uh, here's the thing. I am I'm, I'm actually thinking this is okay because it blends with this other crap. Like if we, I said I will do a little bit, but I will not do a No, a teaspoon. Out. It's like it's like one third of what we eat. It's a, it's like a teaspoon. Yeah. You know? That's, that's a teaspoon it. of it's a teaspoon yeah. of paprika. That's because all it, it blends in with these that other That is a teaspoon. Sure. No. I'm going to give this a quick pause. We're going to find some dice and we're going to uh, figure out who drinks the blender. Oh, God. Stupid. All right. So we found the dice. Barrett is spinning the d20 right now. Which rolled a 20. 20. Booyah. <laughs> I'll take a shot. If that was an official one, that would have been amazing. In the mouth. Uh, double yeah. damage, bitches. Because lo- lowest roll drinks, right? Right, let's roll. Should we? Okay, here's. I got a twenty. So I have an idea, and uh, I'm just gonna float this right now, and maybe we'll discuss it for the next podcast off air. But uh, if you drink, for each week that you drink, maybe you roll a next die type up. 
So if you drink, oh, that's then next time you roll a D8 while the other two guys roll a D6, and you only reset to six when someone else drinks to prevent you from having to drink like nine times in a row. I don't ever want to take the no? straw option out. I want there always to be the greatest chance. Yeah, I'm saying the only time the straw happened was when we all rolled 27 dice, which is ridiculous. Uh, Barrett, would you like to draft one of these dice? I like the clear one. There you go. I want the black one. It's gray. You Bear. always want the black one. All right, I'm running the green. Uh, should we blend it first? I think we blend before we roll, right? No, I think we roll. Roll? Then blend and describe the smell. Well, no, no, no. No, no, I like it better. I, I want, I want I like the tapioca. I, like I want the, the proportions put in before we pick. Fair yeah. So, so the guy who knows the drink is not going to sit there and whine that there's too much of one or the other. Yeah, we all, we all need to agree on what the, the awful I is. I say, by the way, we do a tablespoon of the pepper. Is that fair? a lot of paprika. You're a coward. Yes. Yes, I am. At least he's honest. This so is uh, this is probably one of the less offensive ones, although this rice pudding does not look good at all. And as I was saying to uh, Cody, it smells good. Smell that. It smells awesome. It smells delicious. As I was saying to Cody, paprika would actually it's like sweet cinnamon on it. Paprika yeah. would actually just mix like well. Asian man's jizz. Why would an Asian man have cinnamon on his jizz? You polydine racist. It's something they do. Polydine. Something they do. <laughs> I declare. Oh, well, let's like that. I said Asian man. I didn't say chink. So. Wow, there's a Polydine. I didn't say that was in reference wow. to what I didn't yeah, say. That's two Polydines. By the way, since we are a video game and <laughs> tech co- podcast kind of show, yeah. I don't think it's good so to alienate the Asians. Good chance they're going to be listening. Right? They got a good sense of humor. Also, I know like two or three of them who I'm going to tell about the podcast, specifically like this. Dude, I'm in this podcast with my racist friend Cody. You should check it out. Hey, can you stop playing piano long enough to listen to our podcast? And, and also, if you drive dude, dude. over here, don't kill yeah, anybody. Don't listen to the podcast while you're driving. Jesus. <laughs> should, I, should I put more... Uh, more oh, yeah. Rice not very in? much. Yeah, two, two scoops of rice pudding, two scoops of salsa, and a little bag of uh, All right. paprika. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be so bad. It, it, just, it looks like curdled... Cottage cheese and cum. I mean, so, it looks like rice pudding. If somebody fucked a tub of cottage cheese, this is what it would look like. That's all I'm saying. Cheese, the that's salsa. good. Oh, God, this is going to be horrible. How's the salsa smell? It's nice. It's like salsa. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's good. good. Everything Trader Joe's is pretty good. Not too spicy. No, no, it's okay. Oh, this is sad. Right, was, so I'm going to say probably about half of what you have there. You say half, shut the fuck d- up. D- dear listeners, oh. it, it looks like an abortion. It really does. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Cody, have you seen many abortions? And does your wife know? Jesus Christ. I have to make money somehow. Oh, that's not bad. Plus, she doesn't like metal coat hangers. We may have so. to add some water to this. I'm not sure if we will. It'll yeah, blend. Give, give, it it, give it a blend. All right, here we go. Wait, it's not on. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. It looks like vodka. So much so sadness. It just looks exactly like vomit. Oh no. Wow. Mm. You don't even look at there. No, I, I, we have to take a picture. We have to document this. God, so we can put it on our Facebook page. File. Our Facebook page. Shameless oh, plug. Looks <laughs> like roadkill. <laughs> oh yeah, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash three boring dudes. T H R E E B O R I N G D U D E S. Yeah. Are you taking a picture? Yeah, it's horrible. I saw something like this in the toilet. It's, it's almost the worst part is how it splattered out of the blender. I think I saw something move. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, Barry, do you want to check this out? No, don't look I at it. I did. You should you should really take a peek in here since you're gonna be the one drinking this. Oh, I peeked. I'm not worried about it. Oh god. I got intestines fortitude. Right, there's still a little sauce in the top line. A little more blood. Crap it up.
we've done the preliminary things actually three in a row now uh, I, Barrett have lost and had to drink it so Barrett, move your hand real quick I'm taking a good photo that's great oh god I'm gonna move there's nothing back. great about this this might need a little oh, beer oh man the, I, I love that there's a giant green chunk right on top salsa baby oh, alright you kids ready right. to roll low roll has to drink here we go three two, two one one four yes the Jew drinks. Uh, <laughs> drink it, Jew boy. Up to this point, I've dodged all the bullets, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry, this, this is Judd's first time drinking. Drink it, Jew boy, and after that, we have a nice, cool shower for you. <laughs> Only if you get to drop the soap. Of course. We had a nice, Do you want to take a photo of this? Oh, yeah. We should actually take a video of this. Jesus for Christ. For the gag reflex. Hang on one second. Let me whip this out. He's such a whiner. Well, he is Jewish. No, I'm just kidding. What? I love what? <laughs> yeah. Give it a good aroma. Uh, he's like a big bottle of Manischewitz, a big yeah. Jewish wine. <laughs> All right. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, I'm so thick. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like tasty taste. It's swallow it whole. No, I have to chew it. There's like chunks of ice. <laughs> There's chunks in it. It's horrible. Delicious. Oh, daddy. Suck it down. Oh, no. It's unfortunate. That's not real. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. He's going to puke off that? Uh, you want some beer? Huh. It's the smell, not the taste. That's, like, what, that's, that's what she said. I not puke, for the record. Good man. Points. Oh, it's so thick. It's Here. the smell, not the taste. Get, get rid of the cup. You, you, you drank the cup. It, yeah, it was sludgy. We need to uh, we need to make it less sludgy next time. It's got to be drinkable. Oh. That was choking down. Bravo. Oh, you did Bravo. a third of that. Anyway, I want the rice pudding if you're not going to eat it. All right. It was now, now the clock oh. is ticking. I literally, I had to stop and fucking chew that thing. This rice pudding Because it was delicious. not just swallowable. Do you want a spoon? I'd love one. Okay. So what, what? Oh my god, that was bad. That was real bad. So I'm like tears in my eyes. All I can say is I'm glad it wasn't me. So it tasted okay. So I could not directly taste the paprika, but the longer it sat on my mouth, the more my body was like, just fuck you. Like, why is this in your mouth? Um, the salsa and rice pudding combo, not bad except for the chunkiness that required chewing, mm -hmm. which is probably the rice pudding more than the salsa, although maybe both. Um, well, oh, from this point sucks. on, gentlemen, I do have a full understanding that I have to eat a ready-to-eat food item. 
So if it's powder, I have to make it a powdered shake. If it's if it's, I don't think a paprika shake would be a ready to food, eat food item. Just well, what if, you, if you bring a spice or anything powdery, because I mean it, uh, it, it blends with the stuff. You know, I mean yeah. it does blend with the stuff, but you have to add, you know, uh, a thing of water to it because that was that was really sludgy. Uh, looking I at got the, the nastiest paprika aftertaste right now. Though. My Keep whole drinking. mouth is like on paprika alert. Drink. You'll be burping paprika all night. Paprika. Probably, yeah. That was a lot of paprika. Ugh. You have some paprika farts? Those are the worst. Ooh, fiery farts. How would you even know? Oh, dude. It's one of those things where you smell your own farts. You don't do that? No. There's a burp for you. That smells like my fart. When I'm in the bath, I, start, <laughs> I fart in the bathtub and bite the bubbles. Yeah, isn't that a dork? Like, officially, isn't that the term of a dork? Jeez. I swear to God. Like, I thought a dork was an elephant's penis. Where's the geek? Geek what? bites a head off chicken. What? What? It's true. A geek is somebody who bites that up. That's right. That's right. Like, you no, know, if you look it up on the, it was. the definition wow. machine. So Ozzy Osbourne is a geek. A funs a noon from Caddyshack 2. Ooh. Jackie Mason called wow. a funs a noon was a guy who farts in the bathtub and bites the There bubbles. you go. There you huh. go. Funs a noon. Yeah. Oh, Jackie Mason. So, um, now that we've done that nastiness. Oh, so Welcome to the show. So disappointed I had to do Welcome to the podcast. I'm like sweating. Uh, okay, so now now we get to placeholder names, stuff we were supposed to do, and what did we do instead? The segment part one, games. What Yay. games were we... What? No, no, no first that's the stuff we did Placeholder. Instead. So no. what, what we're supposed to do, since last time I was supposed to get a new job and sell my car, I am pleased to report I got a new job and sold my car. Yay! Way, way too productive. Uh, way too productive. Well done. Uh, I sold my Nissan 350Z. Beautiful beautiful car super black with tan interior super black aftermarket are you still exhaust. trying to sell your car I miss the fuck out of the car that was the best car I've ever owned what was your I name? still miss it I would not have sold Zelda yeah I would not have sold Zelda if I didn't have to We, had, I have a son now and I needed a car with a back seat I will the moment this kid moves to college buy, another buy that two. car again <laughs> probably not that car because it's going to be 20 years old at that point but uh, something two door-ish that car was fucking awesome. Does your awesome. son have some kind of learning disability you, you don't you already learned about? Because in 20 years, if he's going to college, that's <laughs> no, the, a little the late. The car was in 2004. It will be more than 20 years. Well, he might oh, take you a couple years off, travel Europe, something gotcha, like that. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, come on. Oh, get, well played. Well get, played. Get it's an early game game Right? It's a Not in 20 too. years. A 20, uh, a 20 year old car, right? Aha. 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 So I sold Zelda to a Persian kid who, in, in, without... Five seconds having elapsed from when I sold the car. Slapped a spoiler on it. No. It was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to repaint the car. Uh, how big wheels can I put on this? How big wheels? And I'm like, they're 19-inch alloy fucking chromed wheels. Like, this car is sick, dude. What are you doing? He just, the car is going to be white with gold rims. And uh, he's, he's going to find a way to put columns on it. I was explaining to him about the Bose audio, and he's like, I'm going to put a real sound system in here. Bose? And I'm like, it's a Bose sound system with double subwoofers. He doesn't know what that means. Yeah, no, no, no idea. Totally tacky. So this, this kid just wasted everything about this. Glendale. Good, yeah, good. You made money it. off it. But it's fine. I, I did sell it for a good amount of money, which is cool. Excellent. Um, and then I got a new job. I am uh, I worked as an uh, assistant editor in reality television. I'm currently working on Cutthroat Kitchen for the Food Network. We air Sundays at 8, I think. Shameless. Uh, yeah, right? Plomo. Funny show, once you realize it's a game show and not a cooking show. Funny show. It's uh, mm-hmm. Chefs have to cook, and they bid some of the money they could potentially win in order to make other chefs cook with some fucked up shit, where it's like they had to make shepherd's pie, and one of the things they could bid on was, you don't get any potatoes. Good luck. Interesting. And the guy made a meringue, <laughs> and guess who lost? The and guy who couldn't use potatoes. Without the yeah. potatoes. Yeah. Excellent. Because they actually used a meringue. Uh, did they, I mean, 
I'm just curious, and if you can't disclose because of you know non-disclosure agreements or oh, whatever I'm, crap, I'm sure I signed something. Fair enough. Um, not that anyone's listening. Uh, can they use shit that's really messed up? Like, could you use rat meat? Or does it not go that far? I don't know. Like circus meat? It hasn't gone to like rat meat, but they definitely did a a cheesesteak sandwich where they replaced the guy's meat with Spam. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. So it's still very edible things. Yeah, and they don't always replace the food item. They did one where they were doing egg rolls, and one of the guys had to wear giant like oven mitts the whole time. And and had to try to roll the egg rolls with these giant, like not oven mitts, but like... Heavy duty like industrial cleanser like proof welder rubber mitts. mitts. Right. Yeah. yeah, they weren't quite. I mean, they were like a cleanser. Product. Did he have trouble? Gotcha. Yes, he had trouble. He lost. <laughs> it's safe to say he lost. Loser. <laughs> uh, that's probably a spoiler. Uh, I don't know if that episode aired. Just dis- disregard this comment. Shh. All right. Well, that's yeah. cool. Oh, that was a foul paprika burp. Mm, blender burp. Yep. Cody, what did you have to do? Uh, what did I have to do? I went on vacation. Which was lovely. I had to go camping. Where did you go? And relaxed. Uh, I went to this little lake northeast of Sacramento uh, for about five days with my wife and her mom. Lake Wobegon? No, not Lake Wobegon, you retard. Um, no, it's called Little Grass Valley Reservoir. We went there last year. It was awesome. It was uh, this giant campsite in the trees. It was a 30-second walk from our tent to the water. Did you start a fire at Yellowstone? That was not me. Okay. You know, even though I smelled like smoke, that was something else. Anyhow, this year the the lake level was down. I don't know, thirty percent, forty percent. It was it was disappointing. Beautiful sky, lovely day, great time. But yeah, the lake was just half of what it was. So and it was it's nasty, sad. man. No, you know, it's not. It's not nasty. Like the water's great, um, but the landscape was just you know this barren, dried up lake bed. You know, um, with stumps and shit all over the place. It was. It's just kind of depressing, you know. Anytime the dock doesn't go all the way to the water, that's sad. Yeah, <clears throat> it's unfortunate. But. Which is how we describe your intelligence sometimes. Shut uh, up. Yeah. So is your face. Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa! Settle down, gentlemen. Face Radio go all the way to the water. That doesn't make sense. And neither does your face. So there. Okay. Uh, I kind of want to give us both Garrison Keelers for that. Yeah, kind of. All right. Well, that will give us all one. So. What did I it. get? How did I earn that? Uh, you already oh, no. had one. No, no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, oh. you have two. I have one. I have two. Well, yeah. What did I do? The shit. You got nothing. All right. That's well, this week, um, my turn. Yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> finish. But that's okay. That's no, go ahead. Wait, wait, tell it always. You were waxing poetic about camping for like an hour. Well, and then you started ragging on my dock or something like that. Well, because your camping got boring. Yeah. Well, I'm moving along. So right. I was supposed to. I did that. That was fun. I came back. I applied for some jobs. Haven't gotten any yet. Still working on. What kind of work do you do? I do a lot of stand-in work, background work. It's so like acting. Yeah, well, okay. that's kind of acting. Well, assume our listeners don't know what the fuck about fuck. Okay, sorry. Stand-in work, uh, when the actors go away and the lighting and camera needs to set up their shots, they have somebody who looks kind of like the person uh, to stand there. <laughs> wait, 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 the wait, let's back up. Who were you standing for recently? Well, on Two Broke Girls, I stood in for Jennifer Coolidge. Just making sure. Yeah, no, it's cool. But we're the same size, which is. Weird. And you, you look kind of like her. So I kind of, kind of like a linebacker. Yeah, so. <laughs> she does have a bigger chest than me. But Who's apparently. Jennifer Coolidge? Uh, she was Stifler's mom, mom in American Pie, amongst other things. Have you stood in for her before on mm-hmm. other shows? Uh, no, just on on Two Broke. So, um, but uh, things have changed, and they hired a woman to stand in for a woman. Weird. Uh, but still bring it back. Weird. You know, Why are these women stealing all these men jobs? I'm really irked about it. You know, no, yes. not not really. They, they, the eighties assistant directors uh, who do. The Is it weird that we don't have a sexism uh, award? We'll work on that. 
Sure, we will. Yeah, what is this like the, with the uh, Andy DeFranco award? I mean, we, we will work on that because we're men. How about the Anthony Weiner award? So just because it's funny, because he's got Weiner and he. Uh, I don't think people. he's sexist. I think he's just a perv. Who's the mayor of San Diego that was hitting on all the chicks? Oh, yes. Ken, though, he's a perv. It's not like he's like not promoting women. Right. How about Andrew Dice Clay award? Uh, That's sexist. Uh, Who else? Yeah, is but sexist? I don't really want an award. Named Listeners, if you have an idea for a sexist award, put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, we'd like. We, we're welcome to. If you're a man, we'll listen to it. Maybe, because <laughs> you write funny <gasps> things. Oh, Judd is crying with pain from the blender burp. No, that was. Uh, it's just the paprika burps. It's paprikas on top of everything in my stomach right now. Mm-hmm. It's like floating, like yeah. a wave, like an ocean. An ocean of paprika. <sighs> Barrett, what did you do? Well, what that was a deviled egg. Yeah, what were you supposed to do? I was supposed to go to Europe for a wedding. Um, That's right, you were going to Gay Paris for a gay wedding. No, no, not Gay Paris, Gay South of France. Um, a little what do you mean, like the ass? Nice yes. isn't gay, it's got topless women everywhere. I didn't make it to Nice, uh, ah. I did make it to Saint Tropez. I got some funny stories. Um, the wedding was in Cavaillon, France. Uh, went out there, everything went smoothly. Um, we had so, an amazingly smooth and wonderful trip. You said yes. Till I got to the South of France. On our last day, the wedding was over. We left the villa we were staying in, and we had one day left. So we decided to go to Saint Tropez, which was about a two and a half hour drive away. Saint Tropez is famous for its nice beaches mm-hmm. and topless women and such. It's the richest place I've ever been, and I've been to some rich places. Just yachts lined up for years, everything else. But on the way to Saint Tropez, <laughs> about, about an hour outside of Saint Tropez, we need to get gasoline for our car. Our car took regular gasoline. So we went up to the pump marked Gazole. Mm. G-A-Z-O-L-E, Gazole. We filled our car up with Gazole and got about thirty about three, four minutes down the road and we found out Gazole means diesel in French. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so oh, we were in so a manual good. car driving. If we kept the RPMs up above five thousand RPMs, there was enough compression in the engine to actually fire off the diesel, albeit in a very reduced rate. A sort of way. So we proceeded to go for not good for your engine at all. It was a rental. It was a rental. Yeah, who cares? So we two rods. We did a full we did a full half hour of driving on diesel diesel fuel in a regular engine car until we finally uh, got oh below but at one point we were going down the hill into San Tropez we're about a half hour outside San Tropez at this point I have to keep the RPMs up but I have to press in the clutch So I'll, and I'm steering and I have my friend working the emergency brake as our brake as we're going down this hill because I didn't have a third leg to push in the gas the uh, brake pedal you couldn't use your PS oh, yeah honestly, it was one of the most driving and finally accidentally one time I had to hit the brakes the real brakes because a car stopped in front of us and my foot came off the gas. We dropped below 5,000 RPMs and killed the car. Uh. We had to call Avis and tell them to come pick us up. Now, in Avis's wonderful defense, they had a driver to us within a tow truck to us within 30 minutes, a driver to pick us up within an hour, drove us to the Avis in San Tropez and got us a new car. We were on the road within under an hour and a half from did the he, time we called them. Did he bring you a baguette? No, he did not bring me a baguette. Fucking but, French assholes. Uh, dude, I ate so much baguette cheese and cured meat that's basically what our diet consisted of for 10 days and it probably shows on my face I'm a good 6 pounds heavier than it I was it shows in your teeth but how was the pooping everybody poops what do you no, mean no 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 like after eating that like was the poop better or worse dude I like, have the 0. Will plug 0. 0.0 poop problems okay. I could poop like a battleship uh, yeah like his yeah. asshole is so stretched let me tell you how stretched is it <laughs> it's way stretched <laughs> you could drive the Chicago Bears through there oh but the, uh, the worst part about the gasolet <laughs> incident was that my friend who I was traveling with and I pulled up to the pump 
and said to each other, let's make sure we don't get diesel because we know they use a lot of diesel in France. <laughs> we actually had the conversation before we proceeded to put diesel into the engine. Jesus. So we've made a pact that we can no longer call anyone retard for the next two months. We're in a two-month hiatus of calling oh, anyone else retard. so good. Because we have actually... What about mongoloid? Now, I don't care if they've got like More 30, 30, like 400 chromosomes. Men can play mentally challenge. Yeah, like I don't care how downsy you are, you cannot get a call the retard by Sarah. So, okay, okay, so what if what if it's a kid who Barbara Streisand is is in an advertisement supporting? You mean Sally Struthers? No, no. Have you not seen the Barbara Streisand retard ad? No, go on. Oh my god. I am interested. All right, Barbara Streisand. I uh, I, I feel bad relating the story. I, I kind of just want to play the video on YouTube, but I don't want to play it on on the air because we don't own the rights to this video. Nope. But Barbara Streisand's in a commercial where she sings "People Who Need People," and then she comes up and she goes, "That song was lucky for me." This is like really early in her career, and she doesn't know how to speak properly, so she's over enunciating all her words to sound not like she's from the Bronx. That song was lucky for me, but you know who's not lucky? The millions of retarded boys and children who live in America. <laughs> if you donate to the National Association for Retarded Children, NARC. Wow. You can help a little boy learn to put on a cap and jacket for the very first time all by himself. Or a little retarded girl to get a job so she feels useful. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. She's actually saying retarded the whole time. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You should Google it. It is great. The fact that she's like, oh yeah, a retarded girl, get a job so she feels useful. Not so she can be useful. Right. So she can feel useful. So her real passion's working uh, with retards? Barbara Stysand loves (laughs) retards. That's, That's hilarious. It is so good. What do you look up? Oh, no, I got a picture. Somebody texted me for the last balls? night. No, you want to see? Yeah. I mean, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, look at you guys all dressed up. Yeah, fancy pants. Your wife has some boobies. Yes, she does. That's why I married her. No, literally, that's why I married her. Yeah, that's why I married my wife. Because your wife had boobs. Bada bang. So. Barrett, are you marrying my wife because Barrett, uh, Cody's wife has boobs? No. 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 That's weird. On an uh, interesting note, Though it, uh, it happened this week. So, my girlfriend, who yeah. developed along with this podcast <laughs> three, four months ago. So, she's finally hit puberty? Yeah, no. She, uh, she I don't mention this before, but when I met her uh, 10 years ago, I thought she was younger than me. And then I found out when we first started dating that she was older than me. She was 39, and I'm 38. Oh, okay. And then in our conversation, she somehow let it go that she was 40. Like, she mentioned she was in Europe in 1992. Like, oh, you went when you were still in high school? She's like, uh, wait, no. And so this whole time she's been 40. Till we, And she admitted to lying to me at first and said she was 40 and apologized. <laughs> and then right. this week I uh, booked a flight for us. I'm taking her home for Thanksgiving. So I guess things are... Hadn't done the serious yeah, route. Serious. Gotta give her some stuff, yeah. huh? But she yeah. gave me her birthday to book the flight, and it was 1971, a full three and a half years before mine. So she's 41, almost. She'll be 42 in December. Nice. So, like, her age keeps getting older. I'm that's, pretty sure she's gonna. That's how women work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure next next thing I find out is about her kids, and you know. Mm-hmm. Jess has been 27 for many years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just found an age she was good at, and was like, "Fuck it, this is it." 27. Same yeah. here. Fortunately, though, Jess can pull off 27, and, and my girl can pull off 30, Among probably 33. Things. She's a good-looking girl. Yeah. But uh, th- that being said, I it's funny to learn that your girl. And so now I have to call my mom and say, "Oh yeah, she lied again." She's actually not 40. Maybe she's 41. Don't tell your mom how old she is. Now, that's what she said. She goes, why are you going telling everyone how old I am? That's not your job. And you're like, so well, I decided that from now on, I'm not going to tell anyone, except everyone who listens to this show. All six. It is important to know when your girlfriend remembers the Reagan years. Yeah, I remember the Reagan years. Me too. Well, yeah, because you're fucking old. 
I, I am a little old. I went to it when I was one of my earliest memories. This is great. One of my earliest memories is going to a Michael Dukakis rally with my mom. <laughs> Cock. Wow, that's I, I distinctly remember it in San Francisco. It was crazy. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so uh, we sounds like we all did the thing we were supposed to do, which that's is like sort of unusual for us. Yeah, way too yeah. accomplished. That's crazy. We'll make up um, for it now. Were, did you play any video games? Not while I was camping. No. I, I, I did play some video games. I Actually, on my vacation... I mentioned in the last podcast, you won't hear it, but one of my new favorite stupid little games is called Balloons TD5, Tower which, Defense. Which Barrett did not believe was about balloons, but which is obviously about balloons. No, I per- I thought it was pronounced Blons, B-L-O-O-N-S, but, it's bl- <laughs> but you pop balloons in it, so I guess it does make more balloons. sense that it's balloons. It is so appropriate, you it's can't like call anybody balloons. else a moron. Right. So I played it on the PC for quite some time now. It's just a little window browser game. Sure. Excellent. So I bought the, paid for the tablet game. And it's one of those games where you, they added a couple new kinds of towers in the tower defense game, which was really interesting because I was getting kind of tired of the old towers. However, all the new towers they added were so overpowered that you can't possibly lose if you play with the new towers, which made it kind of not fun. So if you, if you made, if you paid the money, the game is no longer fun. If you paid the money, they made it too easy, and the game is no longer and fun. If, if you didn't pay, you don't get the new towers. Right. If you didn't... Well, if you, the only version they sell for Android is the pay one. Oh, there's not a free one for Android. There's not a free one for Android or iPad, and those both huh. have the new towers. The free one is on the internet. So it's just not balanced at all. It's, it's not... The, the two new towers they added, which is a, an attack helicopter monkey... Cool. And a uh, engineer monkey who creates sentries. The sentries kill this everything. Seems mm-hmm. awfully racist. No, the they're monkeys. monkeys that pop balloons. For oh, they're bananas. actually monkeys. They are actually okay. monkeys. Are they Sorry. in blackface? <laughs> no. Aren't all monkeys in blackface? <laughs> Only so. the monkeys that look like Ted Danson. Brown, brown face. Yeah. What? Who? Yeah. No, Ted, Ted Danson did blackface at one yeah. point. Oh, it's like the cover of some Whoopi, No, it was for Whoopi Goldberg's yeah, roast. Bombed. Yeah, that's what it was. He yeah. was dating Whoopi Goldberg, and he went to a roast in blackface. Yeah. Yes. Tasteful. Yeah. That was after he threw the hot dog down the hallway, right? She had got a big coochie. Well, that's, I mean, that was the, do you remember the story back then? I he don't said, think I was old enough to have heard that story at the time. I believe they boned, they were filming a movie together at the Made time. Made in America. There you go. Yep. There good, you go. Good movie. Nice. And uh, the rumor came out that they had had the sex, and he said it was like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Are you sure he didn't say it was like dropping a toothpick in a volcano? I'm pretty sure. It was he, not that's, 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 they dated for several months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Compared to parking a bicycle in an airplane hangar. That's uh, also vast. Mm. You know. Anyhow, Why a bicycle? Um, that's not phallic at all. Uh, Penis shaped bicycle. An Oscar Mayer wiener dog truck. A coxicle? In an airplane hangar. No, that's when your dick is frozen, right? Coxicle? Coxicle? Never had one. Okay. Yeah, why Don't. would you freeze your dick? That's kind of uh, weird. So when it warms up, it's got more sensation and it's pretty You're not allowed to call people a moron anymore. What? Either. What? It's a thing. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. It's true. No, Coxicle. You, just, you microwave a banana and just go with that. So anyway, that means. I, uh... You cut that into the banana that you microwaved and it's mm-hmm. like nice and warm and gushy. That's, that's terrible. It's like an apple pie. Like sort of. warm apple pie. All right. Except with actual... So on the games <laughs> subject... <laughs> right, video games. That's video game. games. No, I, I do recommend, since Balloons. this is the first one, that it... Balloons TD5. Yeah. By the way, don't burn your dick in the microwave banana. It's totally a game. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn your dick in the microwave banana. That's awesome. I love that's, it. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, are you done with games? I'm done with games. Uh, I was on 
Again, my computer is dead, so I can't. How did your you have like the most ridiculous PC ever? No, no, I don't. Your wife does. Yes. And you have close to that. You have her hand me down. But it went. Don't you guys live together? Can't you play hers? Yeah, no, no, I can't install new things on hers because it's her computer and I don't want to fuck it up. Because no, 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 it's just respect. It's just respect. No, shut up. That's not respect. No, 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 no. Yeah, big time. No, no, it is. That's pretty much. All right, anyhow, Borderlands two. Been playing that like a crack monkey. That's been a lot of fun. It's a that, great game. Yeah. Very shiny. You know, you get adjusted to the uh, style shiny. animation. Yeah. And uh, and then you can't go back. It's like and I, I played Gears of War, whatever. Um, and it's just I, I like the, the Borderlands style. So uh, I'm about uh, level 17 right now. You know, so. I don't know what that means. What kind Out of, of character? What kind of character are you playing? Gunzerker. Okay. So, How is it? It's fun. You know, you shoot a lot of guns. You yell. Do you you zerk the guns. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, it, you know, it's kind of got a, I don't want to say a role-playing element, but you can build your skill tree. It has a role-playing element. Sort of thing. And uh, it's fun, but you get guns and grenades instead of swords and magic and shit, you know. You, Gunzerkers, their thing is they can carry rifles, but one in each hand, right? They can carry two when rifles. When they Gunzerk, yeah, it's one gun in each hand, and you can regenerate health, and you can uh, do more damage and reload. But faster. normally you just get the one gun, it's only when they Gunzerk they get a second Correct. gun? Correct. Do you yeah. have to load up what the second gun is going to be ahead of time? It, from what I can tell, it's... The last two guns you had selected. So if you have like a pistol and a shotgun and you gunzer, that's what will pop up. So what if you had a, a pistol, a shotgun, and a rifle? You use the pistol and shotgun, drop the shotgun, and then gunzer. Yeah, don't think you can do that. You just so. can't gunzer? No, you can gunzer, but you it's with whatever the last two guns were selected. So if the last two guns you selected were rifle and bazooka, then that's what you gunzer with. But what if you drop the bazooka? But you can't when you're gunzerking. Once you're gunzerking. No, before, before you gunzer. I mean, if you, if you go back drop it, you just... That. That's... Yeah. Uh, I haven't done that, so I don't know. Uh, God damn it, where's your video game tester head? I don't care. I used to test video games, that's why I think about things like this. Try and break it. I, that's all I fucking do. When I that's what you're supposed it, yeah. to do as a, gun, as a tester, right? Try to yeah, break it? I, I do it as a games in general. Did a dog just attack our door? Possibly. So now, yeah, that, some Halo 4, some... Uh, yeah, they're fine. Whatever sure. else. Not a lot. Uh, <clears throat> Borderlands 2 has been... Taking up most of my time. On an interesting note, I did. They had a little sale on Steam yesterday, mm. so I picked up uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three, which I have not played yet at all. Old and great. And uh, and I also picked up. Campaign um, mode is awesome in Call of Duty Three. The who? Modern Can't, Warfare Three campaign. Yeah, that's. Mode. I'm only to do a first Fantastic. player. I won't play multiplayer on those. The multiplayer is fun. You can play as the Africans and you have stealth bombers, which is totally realistic. I uh, the other thing I'm gonna I picked up was. Uh, it's not racist. What's the uh, Tomb Raider? I haven't played the new Tomb Raider. Oh, I've heard good things. It's 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 on sale on Steam right now for like nine ninety nine. Hmm. So I picked it up. I'm gonna play the old uh, one player campaign. Cool, very fun. Yeah, How are you? I, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Black Ops Two. Uh, the thing I've been playing is Zombies mode, which mm. I have not gotten into before this recent expansion. And uh, my buddy Russ and I have been playing the shit out of Zombies, and it is awesome. And I don't know why I was never into the previous Zombies. But the new ones like World War One and you're killing Nazi zombies, which is always great. And uh, World War Two, you mean? No, it's World War One. There were no Nazis okay. in World War One. Uh, Hun zombies. There you go. They're they're Germans and they have red armbands, despite not being official Nazis. That's kind of weird. Pre Nazis, right? Yeah, I mean they they look just like Nazi zombies, except they're World War One. Um, they even have like the Commandant hat. It's fucking crazy. Anyway. So you're killing them, you get some stabs, and like there's the wind staff where when you fire it, just all the zombies in front of you explode into limbs. Staff? It's a staff. It's like magic powers. 
But Call of Duty yeah. Black Ops. You know, it was totally realistic at the, the zombies, the became zombie really game. unrealistic with when the they had magic staff. Yeah, in the zombie staff. game, you get the magic staff. Spirit and magic but helmet. It, it is one of the most fun things I've ever done in a video game, is get this, this specifically the wind staff, which just blows them into little bits. Mm. Because you will still die in two hits if a zombie gets up close to you, but you feel invincible because you can just kill anything you look at. Mm-hmm. But like you kill a whole bunch and then you have to reload and it takes a little while and you're like, oh crap, I'm gonna die. Oh god. And then you finish reloading and you're like, boom! And there's just like gore everywhere. It's great. It's super fun. Uh, in addition to that, let's see, I've still been playing Assassin's Creed 3, which I am now 70% of the way through and finally got to the point where they stopped goddamn hand holding me mm-hmm. and I can actually play the game like with all my abilities and access to all my shit. It, they really. For the fifth game in a series, they really, really screwed the pooch on having the world's longest demo, like, tutorial mode. Literally 60% of the game is tutorial on how to, like, do shit. And how to slide, so how to jump, how to yeah. shoot, whatever, yeah. Like, every quest is like, now we're going to teach you how to do an aerial assault. Now it's, we're going to teach you how to, like, climb a wall. Now we're going to teach you how to, like, be a dickhead. And I'm just like, fucking, you should just, it's game five in the series. Drop me the fuck in and let me swim or drown. And if I drown, I'll just go back to game four and play it. Do you think it's like a lowest common denominator move to get new players in people oh, that totally. haven't played the previous it's ones? It's absolutely. People who haven't played the previous ones are going to start playing three because there's a lot of buzz. It's shiny. So let's make this game super stupid. And then all those people who haven't played are going to be like, this game's dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing that. Well, and they took out the puzzles, right? The puzzles. Yeah, oh, yeah. All the puzzles. Brotherhood gone. was the last one. All the, literally all the puzzles are gone. Yeah. So now it's just another game. I mean, it's pretty. And don't get me wrong. There like, were I, puzzles. I, I, there were, like, some crazy math puzzles in the earlier ones, in, just for, like, secret bonus shit that was not right. related to the actual gameplay. Well, yeah, like, in, in 2 and in Brotherhood, I, I didn't play 1. And in uh, Revolutions. Less than no, Revolutions. Yeah, like, 70% less in, in Revelations. Yeah. Um, there were, like, little Da Vinci Code-type puzzles to solve throughout the game that would unlock, you know, backstory to the whole story, basically. You know, you have to, like, you get this disc. It looks like a CD, but it's a picture of, you know... Uh, Adam in the Garden. There you go. Yeah, exactly. But it's all out of order, and you got to try and line it up. But you, you have, like, like concentric circles you have to exactly. rotate to fit. And when you turn one, a different one turns in another direction. So it, it was... There was, like, some little puzzle things. But the reward was, like, just... Very little. It was just a little bit of backstory. You get some. Not... You get some XP. You get. You yeah. unlock some backstory. You know. I mean, you, you kind of had to do it to continue, uh, but it was fun. It was challenging. It added another element to the game. It allowed me and my wife to play. You know, an Xbox game together, which does not happen very often. Yeah, you super know? rare. Um, so yeah, it's sad that they took that out. That's unfortunate. An interesting thing that they added into our game. Judd and I play a game called Path of Exile, which mm-hmm. is an excellent game. It totally plays Path of Exile. Well, yeah. before my computer exploded. Yeah. yeah. A little bit, a little, little bit. bit, a little bit. Free game, free to play. Good Excellent stuff. game, the best free to play game I've ever played. I agree, agreed. Huzzah! Oh, um, Card Hunter, fucking great. Which one? Card Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the board game. The the pseudo board game. game. We'll yeah. talk about that later because that's one of the things I'm going to talk about playing. But uh, Path of Exile, let's go. Path of Exile. They've added a whole bunch of backstory stuff like that. There's a bunch of little things you can click now. It'll be like a little uh, oh, thing that yeah, says like ancient that. graffiti, and you click it and it'll read some story. Or it'll be like a like a little stump with mm-hmm. some carvings on it. You click the stump, and they read a backstory to you, which I think in this game is actually a mistake because it's not an established world. 
There's no real established story. It's giving you backstory, but it's like old, ancient backstory. It's something you don't at all care about. Yeah, it doesn't directly affect you. Do you need to take that? Should we pause the podcast? Sorry, no, it's fine. Should we pause cast? We're fine. We're fine. That was just for segment length. Yeah, I don't mind it in Path of Exile. I think it's interesting that they care about their world a little bit. And probably all the backstory was somebody paid them $1,000 and was like, give it some goddamn backstory, assholes. And plus it's it's in beta still, technically, right? Technically. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, maybe they end up... The like, game is fully, fully playable. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I haven't played actually in a while because I've been playing Card Hunter, another free game uh, in beta, that if you go to cardhunter.com or cardhuntergame.com, you can Google it. Uh, you put in your email, and then they'll send 300 new people a day will get an invite to join the game. And it is a video game that is simulating a board game where you are sort of cardboard cutout people on the board mm-hmm. and it's uh, at the same time you're role playing game characters and the deck of cards you have that is your actions you can use is based on what equipment you have equipped so if you have like an axe of hacking you may have like three or four chop attacks and if you have a sword of stabbing then you may have like a couple stab attacks but if you have neither of them you just have like weak attack and weak bash which are like your bitch slap fists. And yeah. the so nuts. you don't have um, you don't build a deck. Your deck is built based on your equipment for you. Yeah, I mean, but that's how you build a deck. So when you decide what equipment to equip, you're like, well, I want this guy to have a bunch of penetrating attacks to bypass armor. <laughs> so I'm going to equip a stabby dagger and a sword of penetrating and a spiked armor that gives me a bonus to penetrating attacks. Interesting. So you, you, you equip your guy to build your deck, as it were. That's a good idea. It is really fun. Uh, the one thing I'll say is that dwarves are worthless and you should never use them because they just can't move enough and maneuverability is paramount in yeah. this game. Okay. Uh, uh, humans and elves, great. Elves move fast. Humans get to manipulate their deck a little bit. They get like free draw new cards cards or discard some cards. Kind of thing. Yeah, the dwarf racial benefits are like take less damage, but when you're taking all the damage because you were the slowest thing on the board and you can't attack anyone because you can't catch them, doesn't matter. Like, dwarves are just worthless. They need to rebalance that a little bit. Hmm. But fun game. And, Have uh, you been playing against other players or just against the computer? Uh, both. Okay. I don't really like playing against other players as much because it's not... It's always the same fight. So you're just playing against their deck instead of playing a setup strategy challenge. And the, the campaign mode challenges are really good. Like, they're well okay. thought out and they're, they are challenging. Uh, in addition, I've been playing The Witcher 2. Uh, I think The Witcher 3 is coming out soon or it's coming out for next gen uh, but The Witcher 2 is like 10 bucks on, on Xbox Arcade so I bought it having heard good things and it is that's a game where they're like swim or drown immediately I mean I, I, I did the tutorial and the tutorial is like here's your 74 different actions you can perform in combat good luck and it's crazy hmm. in depth and really fun good graphics good voice acting uh, very dark plot line interesting game I'm not super far I will show you guys the intro cinematic only and you'll probably nut yourselves because it's so fucking sweet hmm. it doesn't take much I'll nut myself pretty much on anything there's I'll no, nut yourself but there's no there's no naked dudes uh, right, if there's a dude it's yeah it's a there is a dude there's, there's a, dude, a dude. dude yeah. done oh done let's yeah. go bear hunting baby yeah you look like a bear now with your little beard yeah, he's cute. In your jersey. It'll tickle your nuts. Uh, What's next? TV and film? You guys see any movies or watch any TV shows? I, I will say I have some bad news to report. The Killing has been canceled. I have heard that. 
Though having not watched it, uh, oh, no big loss. Not that's such I, a I hear great, great show. I hear it's great. Great show. One of those ones that's on the list. But. Modern day noir. The motivation makes sense. The acting is brilliant. There is never a loose end. Is that the Kevin Bacon show? No. That's the that's following. That's the following, and that sucks balls. The Killing is the chick from uh, World War Z, the redhead. And it's some, on AMC. Some tall, skinny white dude who apparently is a dick to reporters. Yeah. Um... But the, the show is great. It's a modern-day film noir. The premise is that the detectives are pursuing you know, a serial killer, or, or just a killer in the first one, and a serial killer in the third season. Second season, spoiler alert, continuation of the first season, mm-hmm. which is part of why so many people stopped watching the show, leading to its Demise. cancellation, is because they were so mad that the first season didn't wrap things up. Yeah. I think the first season ended real well, being able to watch both seasons back-to-back. Mm-hmm. But haven't had that break in a second. Anyway, uh, these detectives literally destroy their own lives and the lives of everyone around them in pursuit of the truth. And it is super compelling and mm. extremely tragic and so good. And whatever these writers are doing next, I'm 100% on board and going to watch. Have you watched Luther by any chance on BBC? No. Idris I watch shows about black people. Fair enough. Uh, only reason I bring it up is it sounds... I've heard good, great things about that in a similar sort of sense. That it's on the old Netflix, right? Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Sorry, Netflix. Yeah, Luther is absolutely on Netflix. I've seen a couple episodes. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, no, but I heard the same thing, kind of. He's, you know, a good cop in a bad situation, and his family's getting fucked. Anyhow, I don't know. It just sounds... Yeah, no, these, these are cops. Who, I mean, these are people who have their flaws, mm-hmm. but they their primary goal is they will stop at nothing to find the truth, which is compelling and motivating, and you feel for them, and you want them to find the truth. And as the layers become uncovered, it is just destroying everyone around them. And all the people involved are being destroyed. And all the people not involved, whom they think originally are involved, are destroyed. And there's, there's a couple scenes that A lot of people are, are getting destroyed. Yes. Cool. But th- I mean, there, there are scenes that are so Let me guess. Someone gets tragic. killed. Mm. I, many people. I, one of the lines from the movie... Uh, they are from the movie from season three. They they when they finally figure out the killer and they ask him how many he killed, he literally is like, I I don't know. He doesn't even. There's so many. Mm-hmm. He can't even keep track. And it's just like, they're like, you know, is her body there? And he's like, or or one of several other places. Somebody's there. Like, he's yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe. It reminds me of James Gandolfini in uh, True Romance, uh, talking about the first one he killed. Yeah. You know how he's all fucking nervous and shit. And uh, by the end of his monologue, it said, now I do it just to see the fucking expression change on their face. You know? Yeah. I'll just desensitize. Good stuff. Yeah. I'll tune in eventually. No, this is crazy. How's that rice pudding? It was excellent. It looked, it looked pretty good for being 10 cent rice pudding or whatever. Did you, have you guys seen the show on uh, Netflix? The British show called Spy? Nope. Negative. I, it is one of the funnier shows I've seen in a little half hour comedy in many years. The first season is excellent. Compared to Archer. Um, nothing different because it's live action. But the how is that different? But Archer's funny. Yeah. The British comic who does the is the main lead in it, and his eight year old son. It's one of the better comic duos I've seen in a long time. Their love hate relationship between him and his son is is excellent. I I recommend it. Spy. How um? How recent is it? Is like last couple years? They just released season two, maybe three four months ago. So that means season three probably just came out. It's a British film, okay. um, but it is—it's got basically—it's a spy, a guy who accidentally becomes a spy, 
goes in for a government job because he thinks government jobs are easy, interviews at the wrong place, becomes a spy. <laughs> cool. And he's kind of a, a, a doofus and comes into his own as as a spy. Okay. And uh, the Sally his, boss, his boss is... It reminds me so much of the most interesting man of the world mm. <laughs> character, but it, it's it's funny. Nice. I would recommend checking it out. Yeah. I, I, I'll mention I was also watching uh, uh, The Bridge, mm-hmm. and I've given up on that show. I gave my wife the official okay yesterday to watch the rest of the season without me because fuck that show. Yeah. What's it about? I Stupid. Yeah. Okay. Originally, it was about a murder across the, the Juarez and El Paso Bridge. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes. it was interesting. Who's the lead actress? Someone good, though, right? Some blonde chick. Yeah. Um, Dennis Kruger. Yes. It was pointing fingers at the U.S. government doing nothing about all the murders in Juarez and at how the Juarez cartels just sort of control everything down there. And it was really interesting and semi-political, and there was this like cool sort of message and by, like, episode three, you figure out, okay, wait, this is actually personal because this guy hates the FBI agents. Mm. And then recently we discovered, oh, he used to be an FBI agent, and he hates the FBI agents he used to work with because he thinks they were dicks or something. And now it's like he's getting revenge on the one of the main people. I'm spoiler alerting the fuck out of this. Getting revenge on the main cop because the main cop slept with his wife just before his wife uh, died in a car accident on her drive down to Juarez to marry the main cop who's from Juarez. And uh, he killed. He just killed the guy who caused the car accident, and is now trying to kill the guy who's the main cop. And it is not interesting at all. It's not compelling. There's nothing good about the story. The motivation doesn't make sense. This description is making me sleepy. Yeah, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, like, fuck that show. Jeez. The, other, the other thing I've been watching, I've been watching Breaking Bad, and I've been watching uh, Game of Thrones season one. Yeah, uh, Breaking Bad, which are awesome. You should watch them. Oh, tie into Breaking Bad, and it, they removed this uh, this week. One of my friends at work showed me a video called Waffle Falls Down. You see Waffle Falls Down? Nope. Anybody watch that? In Breaking Bad? No, no, no. This is a YouTube video somebody made. Okay. Okay, it's a granite countertop. There's a, you know, toaster waffle. And guess what happens? It falls down. Like, that's all. It's 15 seconds. Waffle. That's it. That's all a stupid video. Well, now there's like 2,700 knockoffs of it. There's the SpongeBob one where the waffle falls down and behind the waffle is uh, Patrick. Right? And I'm not a Spongebob person, but there's just a little reveal. The funny part was the Breaking Bad version of Waffle Falls Town, which has since been removed from the interwebs. Ah. Where, same exact, same thing, Waffle's falling down, and right before it hits the countertop, it cuts to executive produced by Vince Gilligan. So you don't know if the Waffle actually fell down or not. That's really funny. It was really funny. Anybody that's a fan of the show will get it. Well, really like, Wait, did, did the Waffle do something else before it fell down? Did somebody push the Waffle, etc.? Did you see the Ozymandias preview for Breaking Bad tonight? No. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see anything. It's, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. This was an internet-only thing, as far as I know. Uh, they, they got Brian Cranston to read the story of Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. And they just show B-roll of Breaking Bad, but just While vistas, uh-huh, uh-huh. landscape of, of you know Albuquerque, New Mexico, and while he's reading out Osmandius, and he says, you know, and at the base of this ruined statue is a pedal that says, "Behold, ye mighty in despair, look on my work," you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The camera pulls back, and it's just Walt's hat, you know, just sitting in the dirt, covered in dust, as the camera pulls back, and then it's like Breaking Bad, you know. Three episodes so, left. Three episodes left. Jesus, it is mm. so good this season. No, it's it's crazy good. Um, and it, what's weird is like this, this show. I will say, The Killing is a better show than Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Saying it now, even though The Killing got canceled, you, you should all check it out. Fucking great show. 
Um, but Breaking Bad is really, really, really good. Yeah, I, you know, it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. I've tried to turn my parents on to it, and they're like, yeah, but Crystal Meth, I'm like, eh, shut up. You have to fight through seasons two and three, the first half of both seasons. They both pay off. It's totally worth it, but mm-hmm. you have to fight through it. I, I concur. The first, I, I tried to watch this show two or three times, and I hit the same wall the first two times about four or five episodes into season two. Yep. First season's great. You get to know Walt, you get to know the family, you get to know the whole setup. That's fantastic. Season two, it's like exciting, but then it's so dark, and there's only so much dark I can take. And eventually it punches through, and it, it, it really blossoms, and it's it's a fantastic thing. Brian Cranston's amazing. Uh, Aaron Paul is awesome. I mean, great cast. It's, it's, just, it's a beautiful show to watch for me. From the cinematography, the acting, the music, um, the music video intro they did at one point um, with the mariachi band uh, was uh, one of my favorites. Uh, so anyhow, so aside from that, uh, I watched uh, Chasing Mavericks the other night. Oh, the surfing one. Surfing movie with uh, Gerard Butler. You know, this is Mavericks, which was pretty rad. He said that? And he did not, but I said that in my head. <laughs> huh. Yeah. But it was filmed in uh, in my hometown and uh, up and your, down. Your hometown of Mavericks? Of Maverick City, USA. Yeah. You live in Half Moon Bay? Uh, Santa yeah. Cruz. It, it was okay. filmed between Santa Cruz and uh, Half Moon Bay. But um, yeah, a lot of familiar sites. So, but a pretty good, pretty good flick for you know a PG movie. I mean, um, I don't think I'm ever gonna get this taste out of my mouth. By the way, <laughs> there's like some rice pudding stuck in my braces. That's what she uh, said. Yeah. I <laughs> so. If you had a nickel for every time you had something thick shoved in your mouth that you couldn't get the taste out, dude, you'd be. A I'd have. Yeah, no, no, no. A dollar twenty-four, twenty-five. Dollar Yeah. Wait, you got to give a nickel back? What? So, nickel yeah, back. Well, because back? of a nickel back. back. There you go. Uh, that doesn't count as a whole. It wasn't thick. Chasing Mavericks, uh, Eagle Heart, Cartoon Network, highly recommended. Stupid, funny, silly, slapsticky, over the top, hilarious. If you like, if you like Archer, it's it's very kind of comical on that it's just live action with a lot of blood splatter um, and goddamn Sons of Anarchy I don't know if you guys no. are Sons fans Denied. Fox Sons oh why I'm just I, curious the pilot because was they look so like bad a, dude the, the most pussy looking biker I've ever met in my <laughs> life looked so much tougher than the toughest looking biker on that show okay like they are it, it's it's a bunch of like if you got Pretty the class boys. of Glee to play fucking bikers, <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. For me, the reason like, is I watched the pilot, and I, I'm an editor, so keep in mind. Sure. Like, I, I watch for the shit. The wide shot, it's two guys on the bench. The close-up, it's two guys on the bench with two dudes behind them holding briefcases. The wide shot is just two guys on the bench again, and they did that back and forth like four times mm-hmm. in the scene. And I'm like, do these two fucking guys behind them just teleport? Like, I, I was like, I can't watch a show that's this poorly fucking executed. Their continuity's terrible. All they need to do is pay... An extra day's work to go out and reshoot without the fucking dudes behind them. Sure. You know? Clean it up. Yeah. Like, it was atrocious. And it, after watching the pilot, I was like, I can't... I don't care what the show's about at all because I'm not into motorcycles in any way. I'm not into gun running. The, the, the story guess. continuity is but horrible. It, yeah. And the, 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 the pilot was so poorly executed, I just have zero faith in the producers. And I know people like the show. Mm-hmm. But I just, no, sorry. I don't have time for your fucking poorly executed pilot to convince me to watch the rest of your show. Contrived pot, plot lines. It, I mean, I've watched the first three seasons, mm-hmm. and I'm done. Better or worse is, than True Blood? Huh? Better or worse on than True On par. Blood. Uh, that's bad in my book. Like they, they just come up with manufactured situations and solutions and and, and, and totally out of character maneuvers with them. Like uh, oh yeah, well I, I I'll I'll give you that it does have 
uh, a fair amount of soap opera, melodrama to it for definitely sure. Definitely not watching it. Absolutely. Definitely not watching it. Uh, I still enjoy it. I like the characters. Yeah. I like the actors. It's fun. It, it is what it is. It, it's it's grisly, and I, I will also acquiesce to the manufactured plots. There there is a lot of that, and it's just a matter of if you want to watch it for the entertainment value for. The, the acting just like anything anybody's got a guilty pleasure to watch I, I don't you know watch to watch trash for entertainment value I'll let my wife read her fucking like celebrity trash gossip pages I watch quality and that's all I look for let's move on to uh, placeholder name segment stuff we're supposed to do what do we do instead part three the reckoning did you do anything that wasn't video games TVs or movies uh, I worked on one for a couple of little day hikes nothing fancy though no pretty boring my uh, I finally closed escrow well we didn't really open escrow but we find closed on my restaurant so I got that oh, on that's Wednesday right. you're a restaurant tour so I'm opening up a hot dog restaurant called Dog E Style on Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood and Vine the, by the next best to, wiener in West Hollywood my meat wanna... for your mouth yes and that's our motto that's, no it's, it's dress like up it. your dog Dog East style. That's the whole thing we're going with. It's going to have a massive condiment. How many like, fake titted blonde Hollywood women have come in with their little tiny dog and been like, Do you have a dress for him? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's no, we haven't run into that yet, but I'm sure we will. And how many Vietnamese people have tried to eat their dog? <laughs> Weird. No. In a dress? Yeah. No, that's No, but it should uh, should be opening by the time we have our next podcast. Sweet. Which uh, which theoretically would be like in two weeks. I got nothing. I've been working my ass off. And uh, when I'm not working, I'm at home watching the kid while the wife's at work. Much like she is right now. Uh, okay, so it's... Oh, I guess we did some fantasy football shit. Oh, yeah. We, we had a fantasy football draft, Baron and I did. Two, two-thirds of us did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cody, fantasy football. Hang on. Cody, what do you think about fantasy football? Uh, it's for other people. I think it takes the soul out of the game, but that's just me. That was not Other people exactly with scathing with, rebuke that I thought it was going to be. Oh, I mean, I could go tee off on it, but, you know, I know people like it. I get it. That's fine. I understand the game management element of it and swapping players and scoring imaginary points. Speaking of, I like traded that. Eddie Royal yesterday. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. I dropped Eddie Royal outright. Yeah, that was a mistake, too. I traded Eddie Royal for a Jets player. Well, that's do I need to say Chris Ivory? Any Jets player. Why did I do that? Downgrade. Yeah. I wasn't even drunk. I should have that should be my excuse was I was drunk, but I wasn't. Um well on that fantasy football note, Judd and I are in the same league. And Judd, who'd you play last week? I, I played some guy named Bend Over Here It Comes Again. Yeah, that would be me, Bohika. And uh, that's me. Bohica. And how many points did you beat me by? Um enough. 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 Uh, how, many, how many points was do you have to one? beat someone by to beat them? Was the number of points one? Yeah, it was. It was. So God. next to my name right now, there's a there's a one in the W column. You also got one point, but it's in the L column. That's a point. I'll take it. Points a point. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I will. I will stand by. I did just as well as Team Blue Balls, who has been in the league for seven years and still has never won anything. And he's off. They have never won money. I, I am blown away. Also, at the draft, he's sitting there on the phone with his two partners, like, whatever. They're having their gay threesome on the phone. And, uh, and not that there's anything wrong with being gay or having a threesome. but just Otherwise, we wouldn't have Barrett. Don't do it on the phone. If you're going to have a threesome, do it in real life. Like, come on, guys. On the phone is the same as masturbating, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, he's on the phone with his, his partners, and his draft number comes up. And they literally, they draft immediately without consulting him. He's sitting there talking with them the whole time, draft strategy. And they're like, okay, this guy. And he's... You can see the look on his face of, like, so crestfallen and sad that he's just not included in the decision-making process at all. And their choices were terrible until this week when Aaron Rodgers was worth a billion points. Yeah, but last right. week, he was the lowest points in the league. One of them. Yeah, it's pretty sad. 
Uh, my other league is a PPR league with defense and defense special teams. Uh, picks. What does PPR mean? Points, points per, per reception. reception. Okay. We get half a point for every reception. So a guy with a lot of receptions worth a lot of points. Uh, Randall Cobb is my stud there. He was my stud last year. He is my stud this year. That guy's worth more than anybody else. Is it a league. keeper league? It is not. I had to, it's an auction league, and I had to bid Randall Cobb. I bid $36, which was $6 above his current price, but I knew he was going to be worth a million points, and he is so far, and I won my first game, and I'm winning my second game. Excellent. Yeah, and I, I, I might win in our league, Barrett. I'm beating Genghis Khan, Khan guy. Whether you know it or not, your team is horrible in our league. Horrible. I told you this to your face. I'm telling you this in the podcast. You will not win anything. You are a rookie. You will learn from your mistakes. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't expect to win as a rookie. This is your first year doing it? Yeah, it's my in first year in the league. So I, unless the rules were exactly the same as my other league, uh, I don't expect to win because a lot of us figuring out who plays by those rules. And I did a lot of research mm-hmm. this year, uh, and I got a team that I feel is okay. I missed out big time on receivers. And I, I mean, I have acceptable guys, but not great guys. Let me and uh, and then I missed out. I, I made a very bad choice as to when I decided to get a quarterback, which also screwed up Barrett as to when he decided to get a quarterback because he got grabbed one right after me, getting all worried about it. And uh, but I grabbed a good quarterback, and you grabbed Cam, I, Newton. Cam Newton is not a terrible quarterback. He is only terrible for this league because points are based on three hundred yards or more passing or one hundred yards rushing or more. And unless Cam Newton does one of those things, he's not worth as many points as like a Matt Stafford. And, and he can do both. He can. Like he's very capable. He's probably of that. not going to because he his, could two years. His team is that's not very good. true. He's his defense is great. His they figured him out last year. They're pulling him back. Like their coaching in in uh, Carolina is pulling him back. Don't run. Don't get killed. Just throw the ball. Run when you have to. Don't well, run. And be they realized Superman. against Seattle that that conservative play wasn't as good. And he was a little better this week. He was worth 15 points, which is not atrocious. He was worth almost as many as Russell Wilson was as my backup last week when they played each other. Uh, okay, so that's that's what we did. Those other stuff. So I have, I have a quick question. Yeah. About how do you go about deciding which receiver to draft or whomever? Like, what what goes into it? Just based on preseason performance? Because you have to draft before the season starts, right? It's mostly yeah, off last season performance. You have bench players um, that you can I, put I in spend during a lot of time the with, weekend. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you can swap who's playing. You carry a roster of sixteen. You start nine mm-hmm. in, in this particular league. Um, so I, I spend a lot of time looking at the matchups. I think a matchup is more telling than an individual receiver skill. Mm-hmm. That is not to say that I'm never starting my top receivers. Like they're, they're playing. I no. I I don't have Eddie Royal. I, know. I trade him. Uh, but uh, in the league where I had Eddie Royal, Victor Cruz is starting every week until mm-hmm. he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. He's fucking awesome. Well, yeah, pretty much unstoppable. You know? And he was a rock star last week. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's worth like 30 points in my PPR league. Three touchdowns. It's great. Uh, and, and Randall Cobb in that league. I have a great league. Great team in my other league. Um, this league, I have good running backs, but running backs are not worth as much as receivers. And I didn't realize that. And because running backs are so scarce for quality running backs, I drafted running backs from the first three picks, which is probably a bad call. I should have done running back, running back, and then gone with quality receiver for pick three. Mm-hmm. And probably quality receiver for pick four. I could have had A.J. Green and someone close to In that. round three? Yeah, he was still there in round three. Not hardly. He, he wasn't? I thought he was. Second round. Des Bryant still there? Second round. Really? All those guys were there way... Were, you were toward the end. You, there's no way you could have gotten any Yeah, round three would have been towards the end, but there were still... I mean, Randall Cobb went two picks before me, which pissed me off, because I would have... And he was Cobb. after A.J. Green, Des Bryant, 
Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones. Well, of course he's after Calvin Johnson. So. Victor Cruz still I picked Roddy White before you. He was already off the board. Roddy Victor- White was immediately before me. Yeah, Cruz was off the board. All those guys were off the board. I would have picked wow. any of those before. So there, right. I mean, but they, there probably were, maybe there weren't better the receivers on the board. The best receivers on the board when you got to you would have been like uh, Vincent Good. Jackson, maybe. Vincent uh, Jackson's fine. Would have been a fine receiver for me yeah, to pick. Well, anyway, onward. Uh, but I took Frank Gore, and then on the way back, I took Cam Newton. And Cam Newton was probably not the best pick. He's, in fact, my worst pick of the draft. I'd agree. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on, because this podcast is running long. Uh, what cool stuff is coming up this weekend that you got to do? I got nothing. I have football. Watch the kid. Nothing interesting for me throughout football season. Not this weekend. For the whole do. week. For the whole well, week. until the next podcast. So we can have literally weeks. for me nothing but working and football and watching the kid. I, I got nothing else going on. Birthdays. My dad's birthday, my wife's birthday, my mom's birthday. Holy next crap. Week. Well, birthdays in one week. Yeah. Sorry. It's like August for my dad. My birthday, my mom's birthday, their wedding anniversary, my aunt and uncle's wedding anniversary. <laughs> Two of my grandparents who are no longer my with anniversary. us were there. Really? When? Uh, August 23rd. August 15th. Uh, I don't know what day my... August Editing. 15th. August 15th. Fix it in post. Nah. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, she's not going to listen to this. Uh, yeah, a couple, day, couple days of work. Uh, I think we got something on Saturday. Do you want another beer? No, I'm good. Have you, there's this thing going on in Santa Monica on the 28th. It's a Saturday called Glowfest. It's not, it's not gay as far as I'm aware, but... Gay and lesbian oh. Beast Women's Festival. Outward. Sounds like something you'd go to. Festival. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go in my little dress. It's Glowfest and Glee Fest. No, it's cool. It's um, it's like light sculptures. What? Yeah, you have to check it out on the interwebs. So, uh, I think we're going to do that, and then football, and then barbecuing, and that's all. Repeat. I'm going Low to. Uh, I'm going to open up a restaurant. So we bought it. Now I just okay, got to get the boring uh, next. <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. That's yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, that's a lot of my time is gonna be, you know, getting this place up and running. I got a lot of, I got an incredible amount of work to do over the next week. But uh, come to Doggy Style on Hollywood Boulevard near the corner of Hollywood and Vine. I would love to put your wiener in my mouth and not get that horrible salty taste. <sighs> oh, you get the horrible. Salty. Oh, be delicious salty taste. They're very right. salty. Oh, atrocious. Um, cool. Uh, anything, anything going on in the next category is fucking awesome. Anything fucking awesome Super happened? fucking awesome. I got, I got a couple of joke things that... Oh, yeah, I have a joke thing, too. I don't want to save them, but they are great. Do, do yours first. Uh, okay. Uh, what's, uh, long and black and smells like shit? A turd? After what? you drink a lot of Guinness? No. No? Go. The line at the unemployment office. Paula Dean, first off. Wow. <laughs> did you have you never heard this joke before? Was uh, this new to you? This was something somebody uh, told me. I'm gonna say Barrett told it to you probably two years ago. No, and no I, I didn't know him two years ago. That doesn't matter. Unless the roofies took effect. I don't know. So. I'm sure they did. Um, that's that's, that's you are welcome. All right, here's here's what I got. Uh, I've been I've been working out a lot lately, and I, it is frustrating when you're working out. And you want to you just want to get in shape now and like test drum. Like I would just give my left nut to be in the kind of shape Lance Armstrong's in. Do you hear crickets? I hear crickets. Care that crickets. is good. Come crickets. on. I hear, I hear crickets on like wool. All right, all right. No, it doesn't matter. Hear me out though. Which got me thinking about what other celebrities have only one ball, and the answer was Tom Green. Really? Yes. Tom Green only has one ball. And those are the only two I can think of. And I'm like, I wonder if some secret Canadian mad scientist stole Lance Armstrong's nut and cloned him to make Tom Green, which explains why Lance did all the te- all the steroids, because otherwise he would have ended up like Tom By Green. By the way, did you uh, did you hear this week that Oscar Pistorius' lawyer dropped the case? 
Really? They didn't yeah, have a leg to stand on. didn't have a leg to stand Don't ruin my job. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't tell me your joke to admit. All right, one more thing that's it's coming. Like when I told you the joke. If you heard that somewhere else, you'd almost have a right to ruin it. I, all right. Right. Yeah, but you told it to me like a month ago. It's the old joke, as far as I'm concerned. Did you hear you can get tickets to his trial? Really? Yeah, you can only get them on StubHub. Horrible. Ouch. Horrible. Uh, so you know how G.I. Joe had, like, after the show, they would have those little, like, PSAs. learn a moral things? Yeah. yeah. So on Transformers, they should have had things like that, but aimed at robots. Uh-huh. So it would be like, you know, don't run with scissors because you're a giant robot and people will think there's an earthquake. Huh? Or, like, That's don't, Keeler don't walk on thin ice Whoa. because you're a robot and will fall in. Struggling, man. No, wow. These, I, mean, I laughed did so you hard. Up? I, no, I'm serious. Like, no, well, some of them. Yeah, but okay. not <laughs> all of them. That. No, my buddy, I was working like, with. We were talking about Transformer jokes. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard. I literally was dying. It was like, don't turn into a car in outer space, because cars can't fly in outer space. No, nothing. Duh. I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. I don't know either. I, it's probably because I'm a dad and I'm like tuned into dad jokes now. That's all I can Those think. Those are dad jokes? I'm going to They are consider hysterically funny to me. Yeah. No, that's okay. You guys are assholes. I just cleaned up in the Garrison Keeler category. Did. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. your wow. Did you give me a mark for every joke I just told? Is that no, what I just started much? making marks. And oh, like, like, we just got to add this up. Yeah, I want to... Uh, you're right. the king of Lake Wobegon. Let's, so. let's do... Uh, let's give out some awards. Fuck. This who, week? Well, you're, you're again. Mystery of all mysteries, who won the Garrison Keeler Award? This guy over here. Jesus. That would be Judd King of Lake Wobegon. You are the I least like funny guy in the room today. Definitely. You had some funny moments, but overall, sleepy. Today sucked. I had to drink the blender and I'm the least funny. It's the yeah. worst day ever. In that the honor atrocious. of Richard Pryor, uh, Mr. Cody is the funniest oh, guy really? in the room this afternoon. How is Cody the funniest guy? There's one Richard Pryor point awarded this whole day. This is not a good podcast for us. Strange. And he was... Uh, oh, what? You're saying I'm not that funny because I win? Jeez. I had a couple of funny oh, things that I said that nobody nominated for Richard Pryor. I'm just throwing that out there. And by the way, you only gave yourself one Paula Dean. That last joke you didn't point yourself and you should have. <laughs> yeah, you should have, Paula Dean. I, I got to get it. You guys got to vote it. I can't just give myself that. Yeah, we, we should have so. pointed that out. But yeah, you we are... Should, uh, we needed to draw attention to how racist you were. Today I, you were the most racist and politically incorrect. All in one shot. R- Richard Pryor would actually embrace me for my performance today, so that's nice. No, because he's black and you're a racist. No, but he hates everybody, right? Or gay. I'm pretty sure if he embraced you, it would be because he was holding a knife to stab in your back. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, yeah. a point's a point, right? Even if it's you a are. knife in your back. All right, well, well played, guys. Uh, do we have any serious business to discuss? No. Rants, raves, complaints. Fuck Seattle. That's all I have to say. Uh, it's too bad because I have their defense and Golden Tate on the fantasy team. They're going to be horrible. Your fantasy football league will die suffering because of that. Uh, we'll see. If we will I, see. I have Frank Gore on my bench. Do we have any so homework for next week for anybody? Um, well, apparently, got to watch Spy. Watch yeah, Spy. Yeah, got to watch Spy. Half hour, very easy to watch. You should, if you haven't seen The Killing, you should Netflix The Killing. I will Netflix the first episode of The Killing. I will look at that. So good. Excellent. Uh, that's all I got. I'm going to watch a lot of Game of Thrones. Assuming it shows up in my Netflix mail. I'm waiting for Breaking Bad. I'm still going to watch Sons of Anarchy. So, uh, And there was a big fallout from the last episode. It was... Uh, sorry, one one side note on that and I'll be done. Sure, spoiler um, alert. No, 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 no spoiler alerts. It's just commenting on your comments on hating on it, which is fine. Well, uh, I don't hate Breaking Bad. No, no, not Breaking Bad. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. This season premiere, hour and a half long, got all kinds of hate mail from the PTC, the... 
parent, teacher, counsel. I know it, they they want to monitor everything that every TV channel is broadcasting sure. to the children. And uh, Sons of Anarchy's season premiere was like violated every possible element of it. And um, and Kurt Sutter responded and said, "I'm a storyteller. I'm bringing you along for the ride. This is my vision. It's harsh. It's reality. Blah blah blah." And what I will say, along with the contrived storylines, is it seems that as this show has gone on, they have really tried to be in your face and graphic and raw for the sake of being graphic and raw. Story driven, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, That's so I, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely give you that. I'm still going to watch it. I still enjoy it to a point, but not as much as as Once Upon a Time. So right. Not not Once Upon a Time, the TV show. Well, gentlemen, it's Sunday. Should we go watch some football? Let's get the shit to the internet tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds good. Sweet. Let's go, guys. All right. Uh, we're three boring dudes. I'm Judd. Cody. Barrett. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.